<laughs> What's going on? Um, you know, I I didn't really think much further than pressing the record button. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I, that's encouraging to the new listener <laughs> of Black Sheep Radio. I'm Ben McVie. I'm Chris Brown. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. Settling into the uh, the new job. How's that going? It's going well, man. I'm an audio video manager. Wow. Yeah, so- I do like these these big setups and conferences and lighting and drapery and podium mics and lavaliers and projectors and all that fun stuff. It's kind of cool. <laughs> you know the coolest part so far? The best moment I've had, and I, I had to say I love the job. I do. I, I'm very fortunate. I, I found something that I, uh, I'm enjoying, and it's brand new. But I don't want to get it on that angle. It's just I, I had a very special moment. Oh, what's that? Well, we have these uh, podium mics, right? They, they plug directly in. They're not like the microphones we use. Uh, Chris and I are using, uh, to get all technical with you, we're using Shure SM58s, which are the typical microphone that you'll see a rock star singing into. Those are the kind of microphones that we have. Mm-hmm. A podium mic is long and skinny. It comes up out of the podium. It it, it, it plugs directly into the podium, and it's long and skinny and flexible for short or tall or whatever. It's very sensitive. You you talk back from it. Mm-hmm. But it's about, um, I'm going to say, what's that? About a foot long. Yeah. So I'm carrying the podium mic, just, just the podium mic. Bob Barker style. Dude, I have a Bob Barker moment. I've never held. I have looked at the microphone of Bob Barker for all these years, mm-hmm. watching The Price is Right. <laughs> and I have always thought nobody's got a microphone like Bob Barker. Seriously, nobody does. And I was by myself. So what did you do? Did you? I did pretended you... there was contestants row in front of me. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That's what I did. How did that go? I was great. Did you, so? I lived out a dream. Can you can you give us a little bit of a preview of what that sounded like, or is that too personal? No, that's too for you? personal. <laughs> <laughs> Two person. I was in the episode where the woman came uh, running down the uh, the aisle and her boobs fell out. There was one of those episodes. You've never seen that? No. But YouTube it. It's it's. Oh man. Oh, there, there's got to be over uh, ten million views of that. That's it was like one of so the original game show bloopers. It was when the woman uh, came running down a contestant's row and her boobs fell out. That's amazing. And there was the newlywed game too. Did you ever hear that one? The newlywed game is great. The, but but yeah. the one with Bob Eubanks. Uh, is that uh, no? It was in the seventies or early eighties, and the question for the bride was, "Where's the weirdest place you've ever made love?" And they asked the husband, and he had put the car, and her response was, "In the butt." Uh, <laughs> Seriously, this is in the seventies, and they aired it like they, they 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 muted her, but the response was so great that uh, yeah. Her answer was in the butt. I always thought that it would be fun if me and you, because I, I think so. So, one of one of the one of the story arcs of our podcast at the yeah. beginning of it was that we didn't really know each other very well at the beginning because we didn't, uh-huh. yeah. and we've we've definitely learned quite a bit about each other over. Um, what this is episode twenty eight now? Sure. So, so quite about it, and I, I always thought it would be fun if if we a relationship did. is progressing well, Chris. I'd say so. Yeah, sure. But I, I thought it would be fun, like not not this episode because mm. I'm just I'm just throwing up the the softball now. But 
I always thought it'd be fun if we did the newlywed game, like as part of the show. Oh man, we're always writing down ideas. Better mark that down. That's a good one, eh? Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I I wonder if I know this. Probably not. But I would like to to. <laughs> I I would like to go head to head to see if I know more about you than your wife does. Oh man, I doubt it though. Oh. Right? That'd be impossible. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's dangerous, man. Because sure. there's criteria. She'll tell you she she'll nail you on bullshit, and you'll nail her on the good stuff. Are you <laughs> kidding? I'm doomed either way. There, <laughs> no way. Maybe that's something for the future. You know. All right, sure. Better mark, um, better mark that down. Well, I I'm curious because so I so I did I definitely wrote that down, but I'm curious because this is, sounds like a newlywed game question as well, and it's something that we put up on the uh, Facebook page earlier this week. Mm. Uh, a poll. The Black Sheep Radio fans certainly like to participate in polls. Um, this one is our for our this our this or that segment. Mm-hmm. The great side debate. You go to a Mc, not McDonald's. You go to Harvey's. Mm-hmm. You got the option between French fries or onion rings. It's a big decision. A don't ris- don't take me decision. to Harvey's. You don't like Harvey's. Well, here's the question. Okay, when you're asking a question as profound as this, because mm. this is, this is, I'm pretty sure in uh, a not so wealthy country that doesn't have the resources of a CSIS or a CIA, mm-hmm. let's say Djibouti, <laughs> one of their criminal <laughs> profile questions would probably be fries or rings. Really? You can definitely tell somebody something about somebody by their choice here that hmm. they make. Yeah, I think I would say so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. So, okay, so so just But you got to define now. Am I just a generic onion rings or french fries or do I have to? And this is this is a worthy question, I believe, Chris. Sure. Do I have to picture in my mind my ideal French fry versus my ideal onion ring? That's Which, f- sorry, Harvey's, you ain't got. That's a great question. I would say ideal. Okay. Let's, let's go that way. All I right. Think we're going that way. Let's eat. Let's let's level the playing field. I, I would say that's the best way to go. You see, Chris and I plan through everything, <laughs> right? And I mean, if you're going to answer this this mind blowing question, rings or fries? Okay, I've got them both in my head. So what do you have? What do you have in your head? All right. So we're gonna we're gonna do like rock paper scissor, and on the third fist bump, we're gonna yell out our personal favorites because again, we're getting to know each other. I don't know. Sure. Are you a fry or a ring guy? You ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. One, two, three. Rings. Onion rings. Ooh, we're both ring guys. Look at that, eh? Shit. And it's counter to what some of the results that we got. We had um, over thirty votes on this one, and sixty-four percent of people picked French fries. I would have thought. I I'm surprised actually. Me I too, yeah. I've always known in my mind that I'm a minority. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um. So yeah, I'm like, not exactly Jeffrey Tambor <laughs> on transparent minority. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that far out by preferring the onion ring, but I know that the fry lover is the predominant uh, uh, side dish. Uh, a predator on the landscape. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, some of the comments that we got on there is fries, but there is no better feeling than finding an onion ring in your fries, which is, you know. Oh, hang on. Who just wrote that piece of poetry? <laughs> Bick Brar. I think I'm spelling that right. S- saying that right. It's, it's good, eh? 
That's the golf clap right there. That 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 just brought a tear to my it's eye. It's like winning the lottery. It really is. It it's really like, you know, is. Fingers crossed. You're always hoping that you get an onion ring in there. Sure, um, man. Nicole Catherine Reed said you can never go wrong with a fry, but onion rings are hit and miss. So fr- and th- this is mm. this yeah, I disagree see, with. Okay, go ahead. This I disagree with because you can go wrong with fries. Fries aren't always great. Absolutely. Right. Like uh, and and more specifically. And I and I, I actually tagged the company in this post that I said my response to it. I said, "I've had buy, bad fries before. Mm. I'm looking at you, Swiss Chalet." And I think Swiss Chalet has the worst fries. Oh, now see, now Chris, this is why I asked at the start. You took me to Harvey's for onion rings. I went, no, no thanks. Yeah, are they owned by the same chain? By the way, I think they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're in shit here. Which is crazy whoever, because whoever Harvey's... owns this, because I love Swiss Chalet fries. Oh my god, I hate all day every, long. I hate everything about Swiss Chalet with the dipping sauce. Oh my god! Oh, I, spread out, man. I, I, there's, there's nothing on Swiss Chalet's menu that I will eat. Chris, I'm it's not in, even kidding. It's in my life insurance. I'm to be buried in a casket <laughs> with fries and and chalet sauce. Love, oh. it. love it. Lots of salt Just on there. Soggy mess. Yeah. It is a soggy mess, They're... but it's a delicious soggy mess. Oh. I've been described as that. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it on my business card. Hi, I'm Ben McVie. Delicious soggy mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Radio personality and delicious, and delicious soggy mess. Soggy mess. <laughs> so you've got. So this is important now. You got to have the best one. And believe me, I've had some of the best fries. And a good fry is a good fry. So what would your best fry be? Like if you're picturing... If I'm describing my best well, fry. Well, if, is it where... I don't have the, a place. You don't I, have I, a place. I don't have a place. Okay. I just have a prototype. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, harken back to your, your you know, prepubescent days when you're thinking of the first girl you're going to be with. Yeah, and, yeah. And okay, so that's, you know, I, I have the perfect fry in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is, is, is fluffy on the inside, hot mm. and soft. Very crisp on the outside. Mm. Done in some sort of, I, I want whatever it's fried in, wherever that came from, it needs to have had a face. Oh, so it has to be fried in like like animal fat or something. You need. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. Vegetable oil. Huh. Get out. Ditto onion rings. Yeah. Yeah. So skin, like does it have the fry skin on the little edges? It, oh, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Do you know how question. sometimes when they do the fresh cut fries... Get from the truck, and it's actually got the skin on it. Touche, still? Chris Brown. Good yeah. question. Yes, uh, partial skin mm. on the one side, just a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, what about wedges? You a wedge guy? No, I'm not a wedge guy. Not me either. No. When I get an order of fries, I always dive to the bottom. I'm looking for the crunchies, mm. the little ones at the bottom. Oh, it's a gold mine. They're almost like hash browns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. All right, so the perfect ring, yeah, Harvey's. Really, you kind of hurt my. Feet. Well, Harvey's is like I just don't know where else. I I don't. So so for me. If I have an option between fries and onion rings at a restaurant, I'll usually get the onion rings. The onion rings you know, like I, they just don't come around that often. Um, and what I kind mean, of batter are we talking? Is it gritty? Is it oily? Is it? Come on. I like. I'm also. I like the crunch. Um, I'm. I like big, like giant onion rings as well. Like I like the. the you know when they when they're big and they get all stuck together. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like super extra battery. I'm all about that. Um. I, yeah, I don't know that I necessarily have one in mind. I do enjoy the Harvey's onion rings, though. I'll, I will say a blooming onion's great too. Depending on where you go, you go to like the county fair or some shit. Consensus on the Facebook page? 
Yeah, it's consensus. It's I mean, it's still pretty split. Like I said, it was sixty, it was a little 60, over sixty. Yes, yeah, sixty thirty-five, sixty-five thirty-five-ish. Yeah. Do you remember what uh, was going on just when you walked in? Amanda had just uh, served up this uh, mm. massive pile of wings. Mm. I haven't had dinner yet. Here we're talking about rings oh, and fries. I'm so sorry. And Chris can't see my right hand right now. <laughs> I can hear it though. <laughs> <laughs> a little food porn going on in this uh, episode of Black Sheep Radio. Chris, I. Uh, <laughs> I have a story. Excuse me. I'm excited. <clears throat> this uh, this happened this past uh, Friday night, and uh, it's now Thursday. So here we are, six days later. This is the kind of story I've told so many times because it was it was just so harrowing. Mm. Uh, when you got here, uh, Amanda was out here, my wife, and uh, I'm I'm thinking out loud as we're getting ready for the podcast. I I don't think I've told Chris the nail story yet. No. You know it's a good story when it has a title. I'll say that. You know you know it's it's a well practiced good story. I was taking notes before the podcast. This uh I've called I've called it uh the nail. Yeah. Okay, and it also has uh there's a preface here, the background, mm. then there's the actual the nail, then the drunk. <laughs> And the follow-up. <laughs> so okay, so just to, just to set the table as far as what I know, I this is this is item number one for the weekly three. Yes, for the for your notes, just just to, to set that table. But the, the nail. But I I don't know anything about this story other than that it's called the nail. I don't even know what the nail is. I don't know if it's a fingernail. I don't Chapter know one, if Chris, a, the background. Yeah, uh, my daughter gets those press-on. Uh, go to the salon. And come home with nails that, if she were sitting in a leather dining chair, I would expect Maury Povich to mm. come running down my hallway and say that someone is the father. They're those <laughs> nails. Claws. Yes. Talons, if you will. <laughs> Talons. Talons. They are. Of, like, the biggest bird. What is that? <laughs> friggin' condor or whatever. An albatross. A golden Alba- eagle. Yeah. all oh. <laughs> Coming out of the sky. They're ridiculous. Anyway... You know, I hate them, and it's one of those things that I, I Chris, I'm grossed out by nails. Have mm. I told you this? No. I'm grossed out by nails. Nail. I keep my nails very short. Sure. Uh, I haven't had a chance to shower since I got home. My nails are a bit dirty. I'm. I don't Which like nails. Me nuts. Nail biters. With all I due respect. I know everybody. I know you do. And it, like, I, it's. I'm not that bad, but nails, I just find kind of gross. That's fine. Anyway. She gets these monstrosities, and I have a hard time looking at them. <laughs> I do. I do. I, I, I think you. about where they've been and where they go, and, and them in my dishwater and, and everything. They're just, they're, they're harvesters of cooties, the nail. Nails like on carpet. The, nails on the list with carpet, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, anyway, uh, I've always said, you know, one of these days, what do you think I said would happen? One of these days, I've said to her many times with the nail. What, you're going to find it in food or something? No. find it? No. Think about this I I don't know. You're going to catch it on something. Catch it on something, yeah. And it's going to break. Yeah. No. Very careful. And she can can tap. This is another thing. She's got an iPhone. Mm. Uh, It's got the glass front. So... That's all you can hear when she's texting because the, the nails are tapping off the glass. Anyway, that is my background with the nails okay. this past Friday night after having warned her many times. And these things ain't cheap. They're like 25 30 bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. 
we hear this scream from down the hallway. She has caught her pinky. And the nail, Chris, I'm not lying. I'm going to say these nails out from her fingertip are a good three-quarter inches. Okay. Like, they are long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, catches on a blanket or a towel, something she was folding. Pulled the nail and half of her baby fingernail oh. with it. Oh, man, that's brutal. Now, um, I, uh, as a kid, I, I got my, my sack caught in my zipper. Oh. My stepson, uh, he got his sack caught in a zipper. I think every, yeah. It's a generational thing. <laughs> my dad had to pull mine out. I had to pull my stepson's out. I told him, you know, bite down, squeeze my shoulder. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh. Horrible, horrible scene. So... Uh, in this case, uh, our first solution for the nail, her mother took her down to the bathroom because dad can't do this one. I'll do nutsack in a zipper, but I'm not doing fingernails, man. I just told you. I can't deal with fingernails. That's, okay. Fingernails now half off and 18 inches fucking long. I don't want to look at, man. So <laughs> I'm down here. Her friends are all down there with Amanda in the bathroom, and I hear, where's your dad? And I just yelled, I'm on the couch, and I'm not coming near there. The, uh, Amanda tries, she's, same thing. One, two, three, bear down, it's coming off. This is after about oh, a half man. hour, half hour of everybody just looking at it and screaming and debating what to do and everything. Amanda finally puts her foot down, we're pulling the... Literally off. just ripping the nail she out. She went to pull it, and it did not come. Uh, and the noise that came out of my daughter was blood-curdling. It's Friday night, I've been working and everything else. It's, I don't know, about quarter after 11 at this point. And it is bedlam at the McVie residence. I finally stepped in. I said, okay, I'm taking you to the hospital. We're going to the goddamn emergency room. And all the while, Chris, I've not said a word. I'm not, you know, I no, there are no I told you so's at mm. this point. What kind of a dick of a father would be I told you so when yeah. half of a fingernail's hanging off right now? She's hurt. I want to get her to the hospital. Chapter two. <laughs> the drunk. Ooh. We get into St. Joe's here in beautiful Hamilton. And uh, it's uh, quarter to 12. Parking is relatively close to said hospital. We get in two people in the triage. This could be that miracle Friday night in downtown Hamilton when the ER is in Bedlam. That didn't happen. Mm. No. Two people were in the triage. So we get triage. We get in there. Quarter to 12. About quarter after 12, in comes a guy who obviously decided to go out and get so liquored that repeatedly bashing his face off another man's fist seemed like a good idea. He's oh. beat up. He's got two cops with him. And he is belligerent drunk and will not give his name and wants to see a lawyer. Three hours, dude. My daughter's got to have her nail off. This guy is to the point. I'm not lying. He's smashing his head off the door. Demanding to see a lawyer, won't give his name up. And the cops are repeatedly saying, just give us your name. All we want to do is write you a ticket for public intoxication. We'll take you home. That's all the guy had to do. Three hours, dude, this went on for before they finally dragged him out. And I was thinking the other day on Tuesday, like, I wonder what that guy feels like today. Oh. Does he just go back to a life of being an 
a moron or uh, does he feel well, <laughs> pretty he's... stupid? Because there's a, a room full of people who are hacking, wheezing, coughing, sneezing, nails are falling off, legs are broken. That guy didn't make for a pleasant evening for any of the dozen of us waiting in the ER on a Friday friggin' night. Man, that's brutal. I would say he's probably a lot dumber than he was when he walked in the first time if you said he's banging his head against the wall all night. My God. So anyway, the they finally get us in. The nail, it's addressed. They figure, okay, are we going to cut it off? They glue it back on because I don't know why. ER, sorry, St. Joe's, bit, bit of a hatchet job. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, dress it, get her home. <laughs> At 5.15 on Saturday morning. Jeez. The entire night in the ER. Anyway, so uh, the nail's done. And and this, this okay, so this is the part of the story. Uh, this is chapter three in the final chapter, the follow-up. <laughs> the follow-up. Remember I mentioned earlier in the story that I didn't say a thing? Yes. The entire night. That's crazy. The entire night, Chris. I, I made it to 5.15. There were moments where my inner... Just, just Ben, not Dad, but just Ben. If it were anybody but my daughter <laughs> right now, I'd throttle you. His buddy smashing his head off the wall and everything. But I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word the next day. Nothing was wrong. Fast forward now to uh, Tuesday morning, two days ago. Uh, she wakes up. The finger. There's stuff coming out of it that just that, that's not right. We need to get her to a doctor right away. Oh no. I'm on my way out to work when I, I had to work at noon on Tuesday. I'm on my way out to work. Uh, it's, it's about 11 o'clock and she's finishing an exam and I had made an appointment for her in the afternoon at the doctor. She was going to take the bus. I get a phone call uh, just before I'm leaving. It's like 10 to 11 and they call, hey, we can get her in at noon. So now I can get her there within an hour if she comes home right away after the exam and we boogie and we get there. So she gets home. She's crabby, the exam, being rushed at having to go, doesn't have time to, you know, do whatever what she wanted to do when she got back home. No, we got to go right now. So in the rush to get out the door, uh, it's what, day four on my job. On the rush to get out the door, we get to, I've got to drop off Amanda's bank deposit somewhere, and I've got to get her to the doctor, and I've got to get to work, and I've got 45 minutes. Mm. And this is from Hamilton to Burlington. So I get to Burlington, and guess what? I have forgotten both of my cell phones. My new job demands I have a cell phone, so now I have two. <laughs> I'm so connected with the world all of a sudden. And I realize I'm in Burlington now. I've got 20 minutes to get to work, and i got to go back to Hamilton to get both phones. It was just the most harrowing thing. But the kicker is, and this is the part of the story where I, I tell you, sir, you've not had kids. As a person, a now veteran of three teenagers don't have kids <laughs> it was one of these moments we're driving up to burlington and guess what she hasn't done yet that i asked her very calmly she might want to consider taking the rest of the nails off she hasn't so here we are i've forgotten my phone i'm late for work and this is now what day three of yeah. the nail She's texting on the way to the doctor's. <laughs> and this is, this is like a knife in my heart at this point. And then she says, do we have to listen to this? I had NFL Network on. So, of course, my patient dad, trying to be controlled. Everything's good. 
hit the station, change it. About 30 seconds in, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I'm listening to fucking Ricky Ricardo tap dancing on the phone over there where they're clickety-clack nails. I have no phone, and I'm listening to Billy fucking Eilish. Like, no, this is not happening. So I finally, at the very end, said, okay. Mom, I know, because I, I started bringing it up. And, and she's like, Mom already talked to me. I don't need to hear about this. And finally, I said, yeah, well, Mom wasn't the guy who was in the emergency room listening to a drunk man. Yeah. <laughs> and it all goes back to guess what? It finally came out. Those fucking nails. <laughs> don't ever get them again. I, did, I promised her, if you go back and get nails and it happens again, I said, if the, if, if the nails cost $25, set aside $45 just in case because you're Ubering mm. to the hospital the next time this happens. <clears throat> so that is the story of the nail. That One is... fingernail, sir, can change the course of human history. What a journey. It was a journey. It was an epic saga, I'm telling you. I And you know how many people in the hospital? Here's one more kicker. Drunk guy's in there. And I'm starting to freak out a little because half the hospital, half the people are coming in, have coronavirus masks on. I know. That's what it's, that's what's fucked up about it. Louise and I'm going, holy cripes. This is brutal. Yeah. Now, could course. you could you imagine how you how 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 significantly worse the story would have been if the reason that you got the coronavirus was off somebody's off fingernail, of somebody, <laughs> the, the fingernails that you. <laughs> That would have really. <laughs> oh, that would have been sweet irony, no? Yeah. yeah. So do you? Do you? See you just it? made that story a movie, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, do you, so, actually, today, not to get too off track, mm-hmm. but World Health Organization um, announced that it's a it's an a official warning, like a for the coronavirus, international spreading and stuff. Oh, I thought you meant the epidemic of fake fingernails. No, fake fingernails aren't going anywhere. They're an epidemic, let me they, tell you. I, but no, I sorry. But so yeah, the World Health Organization. What, what have they said? Well, no, the World Health Organization came out today and they mm. said that it was like an urgent threat that they were talking about. It spread to like Specifically where? Globally? Or globally, Like yeah. in Wuhan, obviously it is there, but how big? Global? Global, yeah. It's in 17 countries now. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. It's crazy. I'm a but, bit of a nihilist when it comes to these sorts of things. <laughs> like what? What do you mean? Well, I don't know. Modestly, I'm going to say, and and listen, we we all uh, venture back and forth between the realm of asshole and non-asshole. Yeah, that's fair. But I'm going to say that there's a good... What population, what percentage of the world's population would you say are just natural-born assholes? Natural born assholes. Yes, yeah, they just like, can't help themselves. Like jerks, they're assholes. We can all be an asshole. Uh, I would say occasionally we can act like an asshole. Yeah, I would say like we true, can all you know act like one. But are you? Is that your permanent state of being? I would say I would say like true blue assholes would be probably around the fr- the time frame like the the, the percentage at like ten to fifteen percent. 15%. Yeah, I don't think it's that high. I think I think the real issue is idiots. Yeah, but like you know, assholes is. Well, I think on, I, I'm going somewhere with this. Sure. Okay. But I would say fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. I would say so. Yeah, okay. I, I I definitely encounter a lot of assholes. I'm gonna pull up uh, phone number two here. So fifteen percent point one five mm-hmm. times. What's the world's population? Uh, what is it? Seven six, billion. Seven eight? billion. No. Are we yeah. at eight? Um, we at might eight? be close to eight. Yeah. Eight billion. Jesus, that's a lot of people. So we'll just say eight billion. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm putting in what uh, nine zeros, right? Yeah. Uh, 
That is uh, 120 million assholes <laughs> on the planet. I, be- I believe it. I, I, I encountered um, about half of them on the way to work today. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, is there a... So how many people have died thus far? And how bad they do they know. say it could get? They don't know. No, the, the, like, I mean, you know, the Black Death and, and the really bad plagues have wiped out major, yeah. huge portions of the population. Yeah. And, and the media are getting super rich off that. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would say that it's probably around the realm of, like, the common flu. So they say. that killed, what, 20,000 people? Yeah. In the U.S. last year. 20,000 people. Okay, can you write down this number? We're doing a little math exercise. Sure. So you got 120 million? Yeah. 120 million. What's the population of the U.S.? I'm going to say about 360 million. Sure. Does that sound fair? Yeah, you would know better than I would. Okay, so 360... Uh, eh, eh. Uh, eh, eh. Is that 300? Yeah, that's 360 million uh, divided by uh, 20,000. People died of the flu. Well, that was a minus. Sorry. I'm taking up a lot of time here. I apologize. It's okay. But I do have a point. My nihilistic point of view on this. Okay, so, uh, yeah, 20, and then you divide that by 20,000. Okay, so we're talking a, a 1.8% portion of the population. So 2% of how many? 120 million did I give you? Yes. Okay, so uh, uh, 0.02 times 120 million. The world would be down 240,000 assholes. (laughs) Can you imagine in one fell swoop a virus eliminating 240,000 assholes in the world? Think about how often you get angry at one asshole in a day. It'd be a utopia. It is a, I mean, now, of course... A lot of people are going to be sacrificed. <laughs> but given the fact that one asshole can affect your life, can you imagine in one fell swoop, one cleaning of the plate, one Noah's Ark, if you will, 240, a quarter million less assholes. If you packed up all the assholes in the world and you put them in a city and you came up with a place like, I, I, well, I don't know, pick a city of 250,000, gone. But they're all assholes. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Exactly. Sounds a bit like Oakville. Oakville. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Salt Lake, but... Oakville always gets a nasty rap. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Salt Lake was much safer, Chris. Yeah. I just lost all of Oakville. No, it's all good. Yeah. So, um, th- yeah, that's that's what's going on in, in, in my life there. Yeah, well, I mean, you survived the 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 na- the saga of the nail. The saga all, of the nail. All three parts of the saga of the nail. And the moral of the story is, don't have kids. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Good call. All right. So, item two. Item on the two. Three. On the weekly three is is actually something that you proposed to us a little bit uh, a little earlier in the week. The workplace character. The workplace character, um, you know... (laughs) Comes off a guy named Moldy Johnny. Moldy Johnny. Is uh, somebody who comes through uh, the place where my wife works. He's a driver, uh, truck driver, and he wears patchouli oil every day, heavily. Well, you say you, because I love patchouli oil. Patchouli is a very love-hate thing, and the people who hate it think it just smells gross. Like you, I take it. Um, 
I, I happen to really like it. Anyway, the ladies in the workplace love it. And this yeah. guy knows it. His name is Johnny, of course. And he's a, he's a harmless older guy, I don't know, in the 60s or whatever. But he works it. You know, he works the room. He knows the, the ladies love the patchouli, and they joke about it and everything else. The guys hate it, and they call him Moldy Johnny. And you can tell where the guy's been. Like, he wears it so heavily. Moldy Johnny leaves his his essence for, for quite some time. So that's that's Moldy Johnny. Every every workplace has a character. Fuck that Maybe shit, they though. don't all have nicknames, but they there's everybody's got. I mean, where she works, there's truck drivers in and out all day. It is an asylum of characters. Mm. But Moldy Johnny's an example. Well, I would say covering yourself in any form of scent at work is just is that a no no? No bueno. Like get out of here with that bullshit. Uh, if I have side question, maybe sure. This maybe this is a this, uh, next week's uh, this or that. Yeah. If, if we're taking notes, uh, what's what's worse? Uh, is it uh, bringing stinky food or wearing shitty cologne? What's the bigger affront in the workplace? I would say shitty cologne because stinky food goes away after like lunch is over and you don't have to deal with it anymore. Shitty right. cologne every single day. I would. I'd have a hard time not saying anything. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I mean, think about no. you know, think about that tool that brings in. Uh, salmon and Brussels sprouts for lunch. That's what I bring. And, to oh, really? I, I, I've had Lights it are up in the microwave and just stinks the joint out. It's good, though. It's oh. fine. I'm fine with it. I don't care. If all I'm right. the asshole in that situation, it's fine because I'm eating salmon and Brussels sprouts like a healthy motherfucker, you know? Yeah. I'm true, fine with that. True that. There's a cost to health. Yeah. And sometimes it's the relationship with your coworkers. <laughs> so some of the, some of the um, before I get into my office, my workplace character. You do have some, huh? I have a couple, yeah, and they were both in the same office. But we'll go into some of the Facebook stuff here. Sure. Had one bad breath, Susan. Bad breath, Susan. Sniffer Sam, which is like sounds pretty funny. What's just like Sniffer sniffing, Sam's story? Do sniffing we all the time? No, that's all we got with Sniffer Sam. How did Sniffer Sam get the name Sniffer Sam? That's a good question. This have you not stopped and wondered this since you read that? That's a oh, I I have. I How definitely did have. Sniffer Sam get his name. <laughs> There's one. This one's my favorite, actually. Ron, aka Ronald McDonald. Because he always just disappears. Ronald McDonald. McDonald. <laughs> like, that's really good. That's a really that's good name. That's strong. We had one guy in, in this is in high school. Yeah. Um, there was a guy we called Salty Abe because he just had dandruff, like really bad dandruff. Was his real name Abe? Abe, yeah. We You're called kidding him Salty me. Salty Abe. Yeah. I don't think. He was an Egyptian dude. No, this is like a shrimp and cocktail sauce. The two go hand in hand. And the term salty is made for a man named it's, Abe. It's, it was it was poetry. Salty Abe. So so my workplace character was a guy named Steve. That's all only as far as I that's as far as I'll go as far as identifying this guy. Everybody's got a Steve. And it, I was working at the time at Humber College, and Humber College is a union um it's a union it's company company organization union shop not to union shop. say anything bad about unions the, the teachers are in a union is what yeah. you're saying well no but not not to not to beat up on unions or anything but the thing is about unions is that you have these these hangers on that that you can't quite get rid of because oh, yeah, they've existed yeah, yeah. for so they're, long they're taking advantage of the union card exactly yeah this guy specifically had been there in the working at the school since it opened. 
right? So I don't when know when it, it opened, maybe the 70s or whatever, because we shit. I remember us looking at I'm the picture. I'm a Humber grad, and I don't know that. Yeah. So this guy worked in my department. We had an office. It was the test center is where I used to work, okay? So this guy was part of our department. Apparently, he worked there. He would only actually work in the office maybe once a month at no completely, you know, there, there's no schedule to it. You would never know when he was going to be so, there. So sometimes he would be there. The other times he would come in. This guy? No, but hold on. So the, 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 the other times oh, that he would show up, he would be around. Like I would go grab a coffee when I'm on my break and I would see him and he would be wandering around the hallways in a lab coat, like a, like a scientist coat. I never got an explanation what, what was, to it. What was his job? That's what nobody knows. So, like we, like we were, the, the, everyone. The explanation would be that he always wore, he worked the lab. I nobody ever told me what the lab was. I had worked there for two and a half years. I never got a full explanation of what the lab was. But all we could see was this guy wandering around every once in a while in like a an all white. Perfectly white. This guy lab sounds coat. like an apparition more than a person. Yes. I have to tell you. So the times where he would work with us, I never really got to know him because I don't know how you can fully get to know a guy like that. But he would. He smelled awful, for one. Okay. Like he he like big so he's not time a ghost just based on stink. No, exactly. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if ghost, body odor. Don't you know ghosts don't stink, Bob? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> So, so he, um, do you know how people bring snacks to work sometimes to like share with the office? Sure. Do you know what his contribution was? No. Cheese curds. Like he would have a bag. Curds? Curds. Like warm in his pocket? Like he would have a bag of curds. Like the th- picture. Please this tell guy. me they were chill. They weren't like warm pockets. They sweaty were, curds. They were, they were warm cheese curds. And he would, he would have a bag. He would chew on them like it, like a, like a breath mint. Mm. And he would like, you want a curd? And I was just like, fuck no. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? This, this is the this is the guy Steve. And then he would I remember one time he he would always bring like a thermos with him all the time. And like I asked him, like just being conversational or whatever, and like you, you, what are you taking your coffee there, bud? And he's like, It's not coffee. I'm like, Oh yeah, what is it? Tea? He's like, It's warm water. And he just carries a fucking thermos around with warm water. Like, this guy was, like, from fucking Mars or something. Interesting. I have no idea. And then, yeah, like, I, I just... I, I, Mary? I, he's in... Un- no, there's no way. <laughs> had to throw it in. He might think he's married. Who Maybe? knows? Yeah. I have no idea. Like, it's he's he was like a... Was he a jovial fellow? No, like, he was weird. Fun to get along he was grumpy or just weird? Like, if he... like like Was he weird? Or, was he wumpy? Was yeah. he greared? Was he grumpy and weird? He was definitely grumpy. He would definitely he would lash okay. out every once in a while, oh. just completely. Like, so there's nothing likable about this. No, guy. no. I don't. Is there anything likable about anybody that smells like shit? No. Like it. Like it. Can you? Is there? Is there a redeeming well, quality for somebody that just constantly smells? I don't oh. mean. I don't mean like. I don't mean like smelling like, like food or something. I mean, but just like straight up like. I like know, one is, would have to think that uh, Ben Cartwright smelled like horseshit. I don't know who Ben Cartwright is. Bonanza. That doesn't help. No, oh, fuck, I'm old. <laughs> fuck. There's an old t- uh, TV western. Okay, so maybe there's examples of... You know, Little um, House in the Prairie. Sure. I'm dating myself again. Um, what's your current, what's your generation's horse and cowboy show, Chris? Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Okay, there you go. <laughs> now, think of the most lovable character on that show. 
Uh, it's a it's a video game, but yeah. Oh, okay. they would definitely. Is there a lo- sure. lovable character in there? Yeah, I'm sure. It's a fucking video game. Yeah, Jesus that's Christ. that's all we got. We well, don't take really the character it. that you like. I mean, you like the guy, right? Yeah. Chances are he smells like shit. Yeah, but like I would say, you have to be a particular like to overcome body odor. Come on, there's got to be something likable about Steve. There, I'm not even kidding. The, really? The, the, the only enviable she thing. She didn't bring it like one day. No, I'm not even kidding. The this only... isn't like a, a Hollywood moment where he shared a chocolate with you or something like that. Where, you know, one day the Grinch's heart grew three times that size or whatever. And Steve <laughs> I, was likable for a day. No, I, no. I don't. There was, it, he was like, you know, if he didn't work at Humber, he would be, you know. Maybe at, he lived at Humber, dude. He could have. He could have, yeah. but they have showers at Humber, so that doesn't work. No, oh yeah, okay, all right. Um, yeah, if he wasn't working at Humber, he would be asking children to answer riddles under a bridge somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're not doing his funeral, dude. No. Yeah, you're not. Uh, it was bad, dude. I don't think you're doing the eulogy at Steve's what, at uh, Steve's funeral. Wow, Steve. Yeah, I, I've had the more jovial type characters. Jovial characters are fun. Sure they are. I love jovial characters. At Why went away to have Jerry with an eye? Cool. Jerry Luinga, a super lovable guy, mm. uh, blind as a bat, huge, huge Coke bottle glasses, and he has a glass eye. But the day I met him, I, I mean, you can't help it. These are like bubbles on Trailer Park Boys glasses. And Jerry didn't mind joking about it at all, so much to the point where he introduced himself to me as Jerry with an I. And Jerry was just, he, he had a series of grunts and, 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 and stuff, but just one of the most lovable guys. Every time you'd ask him a question, it would start with, oh. So <laughs> that was Jerry. Jerry so, with an eye. So I never I actually never met Jerry, but you know what when, I'm about. when I when I was interning at Chorus Hamilton, I used to work in his office when he wasn't there because he was only Jerry, there okay. were three days a week or something. Listen, and I would be there if on the you other get two. a chance to spend some time with Jerry Loenga, I highly encourage you to do it. He's one of the nicest guys I know. Yeah. And just has such a great outlook on life. He's cool. a super, super guy. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever been in the workplace character? I haven't. I'm kind of boring. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm I sure. I mean, you know, been. we're both outgoing guys, so you, yeah, we're charismatic. But I mean, you know, you got you got to qualify. You got to do something special to be a workplace character. And I think everyone's got one, uh, very much like Ronald McDonald. Ron, so again, that. that's up on our Facebook page. If you um, if you want to hit that up and let us know about your workplace character. Um, Something happened to you at work today, and yeah. this this I have a feeling is is something that um, if you're listening, you're probably going to be able to relate to. I, w- I would think every one of us, if they've not done this, has thought about it. And Chris got to a certain point in the story where I just said, "Okay, please stop," because I want to hear the rest. Because everybody has a different way of asking for a raise. No. It's a rich subject, and I actually Are did you that today. Me? Yeah. It is, I mean, there's there's nobody I don't think who's ever worked a day in their life who hasn't at least thought that they deserve a raise. I know, right? But now you're taking it to a whole nother level. You're actually asking for that raise. Yeah, it was it was good. It's not the first time that I've asked for a raise. You've for- gotten to the point where you realize as much as you deserve a raise. Nobody notices you deserve a raise. It's not coming unless you, Chris Brown, 
ask for the raise. Does it ever come without you asking for it? Is the question like I think sometimes it does, but it does. But like like I've gotten like cost of living bumps for sure. But I think like, that's most people. Yeah. I've, I've gotten lucky a couple of times. I've been offered a couple of raises. That's great. But yeah. that was just you know the nature of my work, and it was it was for a while it was contract driven, so it. It was three-year contracts, and you'd sign a new mm. contract, and usually with it, you know, things are going well. They're going to give you a little bump to stick around. Cool, yeah. So, so, yeah. so in 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 this particular case, I mean, I, I'm working at this job out in Oakville right now, and like I've been there for a couple of years, and I've I've taken on a lot more responsibility than I signed up it for. It sounds like it, man. Like um, I've never seen you at work, but it sounds like you got a lot on your plate. Yeah. So I so I'm. It's just like one of those things where I'm like, huh, you know, before the Christmas break. I started thinking about, you know, the real reality of what that might look like and what I might say. The worst time to think about it. your salary, maybe, is Christmas break, <laughs> right? Probably. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, over the, over the break, I'm just like, no, like, I think I'm going to actually do this. And I actually did it today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, I got some some help from a friend of mine. Um, can I, yeah, can I ask questions along the way? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So do, how did you, 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 you sought counsel before you did it? <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I, I, that's what I like to do. In general, so step one, Chris. Uh, st- yeah, I would say step, step one, one seeking counsel. So step one is step one is maybe making the final decision. God damn it, I'm marching in there and I'm asking for a raise. Well, That's I probably yeah. step one. Yeah, well, I, a lot goes into that. Well, uh, what I did was like to prepare. Like I actually wrote down a bunch of like reasons why I thought I deserved a raise and like really threw it around in my in my oh. mind to feel like I'm not. So I'm not scrambling for reasons. I had alternatives. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had all I had like, okay, if they don't want to give me a raise, maybe they'll give me this, maybe they'll give me this, maybe they'll give me this. So I ask for the raise and maybe get something else instead. Um so I, I kinda went that way. And that's actually kind Love of the it. way it went. Love it. So anyways, so um It's yeah. cool because everybody has different methodology for sure. asking for the raise. Yeah. I really spent a lot of time thinking about sure. my approach and it kinda paid off actually, but um so yeah, I asked for I, I basically what I asked help for from from a buddy of mine was like, how do you set up the meeting to ask for the raise? So like I sent an e- I was going to send an email and, and I'm, I didn't just go into the office and say, I want a raise because, you know, I don't want to no, catch anybody. God, off no, I, I would not expect that of you. And, and if you've never asked for a raise, don't do that. Yeah. So I, so so <laughs> it doesn't work. I sent an email to my boss and I'm like, hey, I was wondering and this is this is coming. This is um, off the back of the advice that I received. It's like, hey, do you do you um, mind if we have some time this if you, do you have some time this week for a career chat? That's how I. That's how I was told to frame it. A, cur- a, cu- a career chat. Buddy, I'm loving it. It's I'm nice. Loving eh? it so far. This yeah. is great. This is good prep. This yeah. is good. This I, is good. I agree. I. I. It was so really you strong advice. But no. the boss is aware that you're not coming in to talk about the selection in the vending machine. Exactly. Shall we say? Yeah. So um, then today we we hadn't set up a time, but today he came. My boss came into my office and he said, "Do you want to go?" Um, do have this meeting now, and it kind of caught me off guard because I was like hoping that I'd have like a day to like, oh, this is when this is happening. But I'm like, all right, whatever, let's just do this. And you gotta realize there's the, there is that little in between you've initiated mm-hmm. and the response, and there's yeah, there's some definite tennis going on. Exactly. There, right? Yeah. So I went into his office and I literally just said it right out of, out of the gate. Like we chatted a bit about the Leafs and like whatever bullshit, right? So you had and the small, the obligatory the small, small talk. How about and them Jays? Like, and he's like, all right, so what's this about? And I'm like, I'll be honest with you. I'm here to inquire about a raise. And like, I just want to put that out right out of the get right now. So we're not wasting each other's time. But that's what I'm 
what I'm here for. Okay, hang, hang on. Can I just? Yeah, sure. Take, just because I have some follow up questions. Yeah, of course. Keep going. Okay, yeah. So, so, so I went and I asked him for a raise, and I, I started describing all the reasons why I thought um, uh, I deserved one, and then and then I went into the reasons why I thought that. Like I like I went into for, to the justification as to why I'm asking specifically right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I said like you know I'm at I'm at a point in my life right now where I have to look ahead and 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 I'm in a finite point where you so know, you're not making this all about money. You're making it about career and yeah, exactly. life and work life balance and so on. Yeah, exactly. This is good. Yeah, and then um and then we got to talking about it and I'm like also like I kind of want to see. I kind of put it to him as like, where is this company going, and like, where do you see me in it in this company's Great. future and all that stuff. Yeah, and we, yeah, we we kind of had a, a a long chat about it. It was like an hour, just like almost over an hour about this stuff, and then um, okay, I, yeah. Take take is there, is there because there's just one thing I want to interject. Sure. Do you mind here though? Like okay, so you, you yeah, wherever, you chat, yeah, you chat much, a little bit more. You had to talk. Yeah. So before when I asked Chris, hit the pause button on the story. The last words he said to me, literally before we hit record, I think, were, I didn't get the raise. Yeah. You didn't get the raise. No. <sighs> I didn't. Do you want to talk about it? Of course. Yeah. How that's what feel? we're here for. How do you feel? Um, so, okay. So, so many questions, but go ahead. So that's the thing. Like, I I went in there. So, okay. So, I going into this, I kind of... Sure, if walking out of it with a raise would have definitely been the ideal circumstance. Otherwise, but why it, would you go? it was well, that's the thing. <laughs> but like the the it was kind of of like um it was kind of an entry point into a conversation that I needed to have more so than it was. Understood. Do you know what I mean? Like it, totally understood. So like it it it's kind of like that's why I ended up doing it. I wouldn't have done it if. If there was, ju- if the only reason was I needed more money to, le- I kind of wanted to get like an. Entry you wanted point to, to get- gauge where you are in your career, exactly. Yeah, man. So that was the thing, right? And, and you, I think you made that clear. And it sounds like there's more opportunities down the line too. And the the other thing, like I said, I I I, I pitched with the raise and then like inserted alternatives into that so that like, you know, I could walk away with something. <laughs> and it sounds like we, I might be able to get them to like subsidize education or something for me. So we'll see. Like that's what I was trying to get them to do is like if I take night classes trying to learn video editing or something did like you maybe ask? of course I did and they they said that that'd be good okay good so do you know what I mean I'm not empty handed or anything good. so at the end of the day and also like I kind of put them a little bit on notice to yeah to like you know I'm I'm thinking about other like I'm just not the kind of person that'll sit there in a job and take the same paycheck for the rest of my life like I can't live like that you know if I like. It's I know not begrudging anybody that 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 does. I, I get it. Uh, sometimes you don't want to rock the boat and you just want to work your job and go home. Um, but I just you know you can't really afford to do that. Like I can't um, if I'm trying to like you know have kids and you know what I mean. Like move forward with my. I think life. everybody like, knows what you mean. Exactly. Yeah. There, I think, are very uh, the small, very small percent of a population. Uh can go in to ask for a raise and have made the decision that they're going to quit on the spot if they don't get it. You have to prepare yourself for rejection, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More often than not, I think the raise is either not what you're looking for or it's just not there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. 
whatever reason. Exactly. And amongst those reasons, it could be cash strap, budget, can't do it. Sometimes you got to be honest with yourself. Sometimes maybe it's you. Oh, for sure. Like if I didn't, if I, if, cause you can, it, I think one of the reasons that, that people are afraid to go in and ask, cause that's an, that's a thing. Like people generally don't enjoy going if to have you conversations get, like the that. The fear of if you get the no, then that's, you don't look good in the eyes of the company it that you're be, not, you, they view you as not worthy of a raise. Exactly. Yeah. So, or they just blow you off. Fear of rejection sort of thing. Some people like to, to, to kind of. You take comfort not knowing just so that you don't get the rejection sure. in general. Do you know what and I mean? And I feel bad for those people because, I mean, those are the people who go on with that lingering yearning to be recognized and for the boss to say, hey, you're doing good work. Here's a raise. Yeah. So, and, you know, yeah. like there are on the other side of the fence, there are some shitty employees. There are some shitty bosses who could afford to give somebody a raise. And opportunities there go give the man or woman a pat on the back and say hey good job here's a raise exactly in a perfect world right yeah um i only have like one question sure after that story and and a well-told one too like i I followed that all the way through and went yeah i think you nailed it tell yeah. you the truth. and I, I mean before i go on to this other question how do you feel now like do you, do you feel good about your job do you um well yeah no i i feel good about my job i've i still it just happened so i do, i can't really rush any judgments right now i'm gonna take the weekend to like right. process it and stuff but i i mean i'm i'm proud of myself for doing it for sure I think I made a... Oh, my God. You sound like a post-breakup guy. <laughs> uh, it hasn't quite settled in yet. I know. Right? Well, that's how it is. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. like, I, I don't, like, well, I'm really trying recently not to get too lost in the highs and lows of stuff and to just let things play out. I'm I'm, I'm all into, like, the Zen meditation Good and shit you, nowadays, man. so... Um, yeah, yeah, so... Life I'm, isn't in the black and white. Life, 99% of life isn't in the gray. Exactly. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, one, one quick question and I'm not saying that you did this wrong or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I ask you the question, I don't know. I just like to get your take on it. When, uh, the boss said, so what brings you in today? Did it, did it, or if it didn't, it's, it's going to now, cause I'm going to ask you the question. Was there the possibility, the opening, did it occur to you at all to ask the question? Why do you think? Oh, um, no, I'm not saying that's the right or the wrong thing sure. to do. Yeah. Like if I would like, no, I wouldn't do that just because it's very confrontational. I think like to, to say like, well, why do you think is a little bit uh, well, like, okay, so maybe to word it differently, um, do you know what I mean? Like to, it, to say it more eloquently, yeah. um, if, if you don't, if, if you're not, not if you're not offended. If you don't mind me asking, sure. I did send you that email with career plans. Do you mind me asking what you think it might be? Oh, is that uh, that's a fair that's a fair that's a that's fair, a fair way of putting it. No, that's a and fair. Doesn't question, that yeah. give you the read a little early? You know, they may say, "Well, is everything okay?" Yeah. Um. You know, you're not leaving, are you, sort yeah. of mentality. Mm. Or you get that, yeah, no, what's this about? Do you mind? No, what's this about? Yeah. If they deflect and go right back to you, at least now you've got a gauge on where this is going. 
So yeah, like I, I have possibility. Oh, I'm just asking. I'm not saying there's a right or a wrong way. I'm just no. I, I mean, it's it's. An, I never thought about going that route, and I think it's probably just because I I don't have a whole lot of experience doing this. Yeah. Um, it's definitely something to think about. It was. It'd be different. Like, for me, I'm pretty straight up with that stuff. Like, um, and and so is so is my boss. Yeah. He's good at that though. He he knows he, he he's very well seasoned with that shit. So it was yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I guess I could have beat around it a bit and tried to gauge his reaction, but also like when I was in the moment there, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I was nervous and It's your first kiss, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was nervous and I was um <laughs> so I wasn't thinking other than just like, all right, let's just rip the band-aid off and then move forward from that point. You know right, what I mean? Right, so right. Yeah, it was cool. It was a great experience. It's a good story, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, it's no nail story, but it's it's no, no, uh, no, God, no, no. It's a great story, and like, kudos to you for having the balls to go do it because it so. takes some gumption. Thanks. to go and ask your boss for a raise. It does. <laughs> it does. There's cool. there's something to be said for that. Cool. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's our weekly three. That's our weekly three. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm Ben McVie. I'm Chris Brown. And this is Black Sheep Radio. We're on Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, I, so I, I just just an update as far as the, the Twitter, Instagram um, is concerned. I've got both of those up and running per, fine now. Terrific. Um, so both uh, the radio underscore sheep on Instagram and radio underscore sheep on Twitter. Yeah, we should do more with that. Yeah, no, I'm, I've am i I've got stuff. Um, I've been posting on it, and, and, and I've got it all set up on... Uh, um, on like a, a social media website and stuff that I that I've got, so we'll, there will be more content that way. So if especially on Instagram, if you want to make your way over to that um, radio underscore sheep handle, there's going to be some content there for you guys if if you're interested, which is nice. It's nice to to scratch that off the list and get it going. So I'm 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 happy that that I got that. The meaningless moment. The meaningless moment. This You've is got something a question. that we've added to the uh, weekly. Black Sheep Radio podcast, uh, and and we've sort of decided to sort of go with the formula where I just ask Chris's thoughts on something. I love it. Okay, so I mean, for example, we've had thoughts on toast, and we went deep on toast. We went deep, so deep on toast that Chris actually tried Marmite yeast extract spread on toast. Delicious. It was um, it was it was a dark moment. In you my got life. some for Christmas. <laughs> I got some for Christmas. I did. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and then last week I asked you your thoughts on carpet. Yes, I'm adamant about carpet. Fuck yeah. carpet. I can't stand carpet. <laughs> All right. So this isn't this isn't a love or hate thing for me. This is more of an open ended question. Okay. This isn't. I'm not coming in all fire and brimstone like I did on carpet. But Chris. What are your thoughts on detachable arms? What? It's a human anatomy question, Chris. What are your thoughts on detachable arms? You mean like an if I could detach my own arm? Correct. Hang them on. I would enjoy, I would like it. You would? Yeah. Particularly where? What do you mean? Like what Well, what? you're taking I mean, you know, you're saying you'd love to detach your arms. Clearly, you must have a, a location, a situation in which oh, you're okay. thinking. It'd be nice to take my arms off right now. Well, so if I, so the the way I'm I'm viewing it is, I'm short, so oh. if I could detach one of my arms and lift it to reach something high up, fuck man, that's brilliant. I would I it would be it would be I yeah. would I would be prime minister by now if I had that 
capability. They do have brooms, Chris. <laughs> you, you're aware of that, right? Like, yeah, but you, you don't have to saw your arm. Or are you more thinking <laughs> that you get like super? Yeah, you great. get the dexterity. Well, you, I could, so, okay, yeah. so you've taken your arm off, but you can still channel your will. Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah, through the arm for sure. Okay, all right. I, I would say so. I kind follow. of like a grabber, like a, an arm. A detachable arm would be would yeah. be a lot of fun. You right. could like, you'd be probably a pretty good pickpocket too, because you'd be like over here, but like your arm would be like over there. Yeah, you're taking the detachable arm to like some some pretty creepy places. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know that you can take detachable I'm, arms I'm not, to any I'm, other I'm direction. Saying, creepy, I'm saying I'm thinking more of the arm as the fashion accessory. It's just you know it comes off and it hangs. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, really okay. of no use other than like if you were to grab the arm with your other arm still attached it's just like and wave to somebody. <laughs> that's about it. What if you were you could use it as like a like a like a wiffle ball bat or something? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I suppose so. You you could rub one out and think it's somebody else. That's true. With I a guess. lot of talent actually. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. But beyond that, no, the arm really sir, it just comes off. <laughs> like, like you know, when Ken comes home to Barbie and takes off his fedora and hangs it off the hook, there's no further use for the fedora. There's no further use for the arm. You're so just why taking would you your arms your, off. Why would you want your arms taken well, off? Well, I'm asking then? this question, Chris, because for some strange reason, my mind wanders when I drive. And I was just thinking <laughs> about the time that my mom, when she was a kid, always wished that she could take her arms off when she went to bed. Because of the way she sleeps. Mm. And you think about it. You have a significant other, lovely girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You guys spoon at night. Mm-hmm. Think about spooning when mm. you're trying to cut it, uh, co- co- cozy up to the one you love. Definitely. Um, there's always the th- there's always an arm in the way. The think about arm. this, dude. Yeah, I'm. There's I've, the dead arm. I'm right there with you for sure. Now, I'm not saying you have to take both arms off the Just same the time, but I want you to think about going home to your honey tonight. And you're going to climb into that bed. Wouldn't it be great? What side do you sleep on, Chris? My left side, on, on the your right left? side of the bed, yeah. on the on the right side of the bed. But yeah. what side of your body are you, are you then sleeping on? Would it not be great to just yeah pull her right off and hang it on the wall? That'd be sweet. Yeah, that would be sweet. Right. Yeah. I don't know if there are any other cases. Tell you the truth, where the detachable arm comes in handy, but for sleeping purposes, not bad. I mean, I feel like the detachable arm could be very useful if you're, like, trying to squeeze on a super busy subway or something. Yeah. You're just a little bit leaner. Yeah. Or if you're, like, at a music festival and you go to get a beer. Right. But then all your friends are up near the stage and you have to weasel your way through the what crowd. What about this? Think about this, right? Like, you could take the detachable arm, and I'm sure if we're able to detach, uh, to to invent detachable arms... Or through some, you know, yeah, yeah, some sort of genetic miracle, we could have detachable arms if in our evolution. Le- if Lego gets, this could into be years down the road. So, you know, evolution may figure this out for us. Like, you know, yeah. it'd be kind of handy to take that fucking arm off when you're going to bed, for sure. So, what if you could, like, you know, develop a switch that you just? So, if you're in handcuffs, oh yeah, right? You just, oh yeah, you just. Slap your sternum with the chin, <laughs> the arms pop, and you're gone. That's it. You're just the a slippery industry little industry is doomed man. with the detachable arm. Definitely. They'd have to go back to lassos, I guess. So, final thought in this very, very meaningless moment. <laughs> if you could detach something in a situation. So, you got to pick a body part, Chris, and you got to pick a situation. What are you detaching and why? Um, I would say 
that the most I feel like I could get the most use of detaching my head. Your head. Yeah. Okay. Now, does the head still work it, uh, along yeah. the lines of thought of the arms, where you still have function of the head? Oh, yeah. Despite the fact that they're detached, the body and the head are still in unison. I would say so. I would say, well, th- I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be able to detach my head if I couldn't both u- use my head and my body at the same time, because that would be like I could detach my head, Yeah. right, yeah. pop it off, Right. put it on the couch, Pop on the hockey game. Sure. Watch the hockey game. And then with my headless body, yeah, I could just go into the kitchen and do dishes. What's the range on the body? So in other words, like you can shoot a drone off, but at some point, yeah. you're losing touch with the drone. I would you don't say lose like, touch on your body, dude. I would say like kind of like the range of like a... Like a Bluetooth speaker to your cell phone, like you know, if you like walk into another room, okay, you All can right. go a little bit further. You're as not long sending as you can... your body out into traffic or nothing. Eh? No, I mean, okay. I mean that would be nice too. Like I could go, <laughs> I could go to like Food Basics and get groceries while I'm just actually at home. Well, watching. I know, but if you get schmucked in the parking lot, you're gonna be home on the couch and your head's gonna be like, oh fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting off the couch now. Oh, no, you're eh, Maybe that's not a bad thing. No. Somebody put on some porn. I'll be here for the next 60 years. <laughs> <laughs> There's your meaningless moment for this that's week. That's great, man. If, if you have any, uh, you know, you want us to expound on uh, thoughts like detachable that's... arms and toast and carpet, we're your guys. So uh, we got, I mean, I I posted something on Facebook, but I there's didn't a, see this. I didn't know about it until Chris showed up. There, tonight. There's a lot here. Um, it might almost be worth it to 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 kick it back to the next episode because we're we're um, we've already got three things that I think we want to talk about on the next podcast. Yeah, but so, the start, the first one is something that got you a little upset at the mm. start, and I don't know how you feel about it now. Um. Yeah, I've, I'm fine. I've come to terms with it okay. for sure. Uh, I think it's definitely something that we need. We should kick to the next episode, though. That would be fun. We're but just two drunk guys doing a podcast, talking about shit we did in high school. Talk it, yeah. What was the review? So there's two <laughs> drunk guys talking about shit they did in high school. Two drunk guys talking about shit they did in high school. Oh, sorry. Two drunk dudes talking about shit they did. Oh, in high we're school. dudes. We're yeah. not guys. We're dudes. So good. Yeah. So good. The best review we've ever had. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, I'm a drunk guy talking about high school. What was I earlier in the show? In the episode, I was a moist oh. something mess, a sweaty something mess. Yeah, delicious, sweaty, so- delicious mess. Soggy, something. soggy, delicious mess. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, um, so yeah, we'll talk about that later. Right? I guess. Yeah, yeah. With this yeah, one, but, we'll but say- give, give us the premise. Like, what happened? So on Reddit. Somebody's okay. asking about Hamilton podcasts, right? Yeah, so we're kind of famous now. <laughs> is what you posted on Facebook. <laughs> Based on... So the, I, I was on Reddit today, yeah. and um, and somebody on the Hamilton page, mm-hmm. the Hamilton, Ontario page, asked if there's any podcasts, like Hamilton-centric podcasts. And somebody else responded saying... That all you need to do is just search this page and you'll find more. There's quite a range of. Is there right on? There's quite a range of podcasts. It's not really. 
There's quite a range of podcasts ranging from McMaster students interviewing local businesses to two drunk dudes talking about shit they did in high school. Did they name us? They didn't name us, but that's us. Oh, maybe. Oh, come on now. There could be two other dudes talking about high school down the street. No, I, 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 no? I'm, I, I mean, there could be, but. I don't think we've had a nip of alcohol in. Well, you've been sober all January, so have I, as a matter yeah. of fact. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we haven't. Uh, and I mean, you know, we did the first few episodes. We had uh, a glass of wine. Mm. It was kind of a thing. That, you know, we just had a glass of wine. And we talked about our old cars. That's what that's. <laughs> right. We talked about Chevettes and, and yeah. But people talk about that, don't they? I don't care. I just, thought it, was, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was very concise all right so I mean, yeah we'll talk about that later yeah. sure that's kind of an interesting yeah and the the other one that uh, i asked i put on the facebook page before we i love uh, this question wrap up is what is your birthday restaurant yeah and we got a lot of responses really, eh? yeah so a lot um uh, Name the, a couple. the mule okay the keg i would say one can, of, can i ask you this does this have to be like modern day or can this be a memory Literally anything. Okay. Yeah. I had somebody say, a couple of people said the Mandarin, which is, a, that's a birthday It's a restaurant, popular choice, right? man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Copa. You, you know what's great the about the Mandarin, the last plate? What, the, the one where you feel like shit? No, 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 no. It's, it's the well, because the buffet's so fucking massive, right? And if you've got a big appetite, like let's say you're a five, five plate person or a three plate person, whatever, mm. but the last plate is always like the most ridiculous mishmash <laughs> of foods that you'd never see on a plate. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, okay, it's the last plate and I still haven't gotten the pineapple chicken or the turkey stuffing. So you wind up coming back for the plate like stuffing, cooked carrots, mussels, and watermelon. Just because it all looked so good on the previous plates, but it got put to the end of the list. There's a there's a designated last plate plate. The final <laughs> tapioca and chicken wings. It's a perfect perfect combination. It's so good. There was there there was we're, okay. yeah. sorry, sorry. There there was a lot of action on that one. I really appreciate it. But yeah, that's that's insane. I I, I would be for me. I'm like an ice cream guy on the last plate. So yeah. You know, ice cream and fucking crab legs. How about that? There you go. <laughs> only at the Mandarin. Like, yeah. you're not going to see. The last plate you will not see on a menu at any other restaurant other than a, a giant buffet. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, coming up next week. And, yeah, I want I want to talk because, again, uh, you know, uh, we had a pretty worky sort of theme going on with workplace characters and Moldy Johnny and Creepy Steve and uh chris asked for a raise but yeah i'm settling into a new job and and and, and like i'm gonna be 50 this year and this isn't just a new job this is a new career and there's just you know some observations that i've got along the way cool it's it's weird when you um and i'm sure there's a lot of people my age or younger or older or whatever where wow okay you realize something that you've been doing for so long uh, there's so much you miss out on man and this new job I've landed in, like I say, I'm really liking it. But I, there's moments where I've gone from, you know, doing 20 years of morning radio. You, you, you just, you, you kind of know how to do it. If mm. you don't, then you've had a dumb bosses, I guess. You know what, I, you know what I'm saying? For sure. So, but this, I'm walking in, and there's, there's just moments where I'm, I'm clueless. Not just about, you know, what I'm doing as a job, but what I need to know in order to do the job effectively hmm. sort of thing. So, yeah, cool. we'll cover off. On you'll have another you'll have maybe another we'll... week of experience. So next time when we talk about it, so maybe there'll be a well, little yeah. bit more quality there, too. You know, <laughs> so you got a big week or, or less, depending yeah, yeah. on how it goes. Right. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I yeah. mean, so, yeah, I got this job. Uh, 
is my first, well, this, this is my second week. It's my second week on the job. Tomorrow will be the completion of the second week. Uh, and uh, the guy who, whom I'm taking over for, he's transferring elsewhere within the company, and I'm, like, taking over his thing on Monday with two weeks' worth of training. Mm-hmm. Now, keep it, I want you to keep in mind, like, I've asked this, and this is why I love this company that I'm working for, is they're very well aware of that, and they're in on the job training and really good with the support and everything else. So I'm super happy and super stoked and excited, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God. Put it to you this way. Before you got here, I was on my couch watching a tutorial on Outlook. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because Outlook to me was just, you know, you play it. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Outlook does a lot of shit. There's so a lot they, to right, it now, so, yeah, too. Yeah, there's just there's so much I got to learn, but it's, it's kind of cool. So. I know a lot about Outlook, so if you need yeah. any help on that one, I could definitely help you out for sure. Sure, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to recruit, like, I, I'm just... Maybe maybe the the maybe the guys who are at uh, Mohawk College doing a podcast can come mm. over and teach me how to do some shit. Sweet, there you go. All right, so um, I think that's it. I think that's it. You're gonna go home now. When you go home, seriously, ask her what she thinks about the tangible arms. I will. She'll have a take on it. I will. She'll have a take on it. <laughs> you. All right, um, I'm Ben. I'm Chris. Uh, again, Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Facebook is at BSR Podcast. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, which are both um, fully functional functional now. It's radio underscore yeah. sheep, uh, both of them. Yeah, and listen, if you're listening, thanks. Thanks for doing that. Mm. And and honestly, like from, from Chris and I, I think I can speak, the more interaction, the better. Like we're, we're, we've got some new recording equipment. We're going to get out and talk to people, and we're thinking about maybe once the weather's a little bit nicer, mm-hmm. like maybe taking the show outdoors. I'd love that. Just set up on a street corner somewhere and, and jam out a podcast yeah kind of cool I so any ideas you have or any questions or anything like that get them on our facebook page uh and uh yeah we, we like talking back and forth it's cool yeah all right see ya this has been another episode of black sheep radio with ben mcvee and chris brown if you liked what you heard don't forget to follow rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts